Hi, I'm Emily Abbott, the founder of The Brain Possible. We've created this space, our website, and this podcast to offer hope, to explore possibility over limitations, and to create community for families of exceptional children like yours. This is personal to me. I know firsthand that great change cannot come from a place of hopelessness. My son Carter's life taught me to run full steam ahead in the opposite direction of limitations and never to be. In this work, we know we are not providing one specific solution to one specific problem. We're doing something more, moving toward a transformation of spirit. And we try to spread that message one connection at a time. Here, on this podcast, we'll begin another. We're so happy that you're taking this journey with us. We're excited to speak with Charlie Hartwell and Maureen Pelton today, a husband and wife team who are here to talk about parenting from the heart. Charlie is the managing partner of Bridge Builders Collaborative, a group of highly successful investors who have been investing in startup companies in the space of mental health, consciousness, and spirituality. Some of their investments include Paratherapeutics, Insight Timer, Headspace, and Happify Health. Maureen Pelton is a social scientist and a spiritual teacher with 36 years of professional experience as a holistic psychotherapist executive coach, organizational consultant, adjunct faculty, and group facilitator. Maureen is a teacher on Insight Timer and is a certified advanced practitioner of quantum neuro reset therapy, QNRT, and is a partner of Bridge Builders Collaborative. The pair will share their expertise and the psychology behind what it means to hold space from the heart for your child and their unfolding. Today will be a spiritual day. Let's get started. Well, first, we are honored to have you join us today on the Brain Possible podcast. I would like to start with a question for you, Maureen. To start, can you talk a little bit about what drew you to this holistic spiritual work, um, what you do as a holistic psychotherapist? Yeah, when I was 21, I had a spontaneous mystical experience. I, at the time, I didn't really know what that was, but I, it was pretty intense. And instead of going to law school, I went to graduate school to find context for that. And I became a social scientist and have spent the last 37 years studying and working with um, spiritual teachers and masters all over the world, as well as working with neuroscientists and um, supporting the work around exploring neuroplasticity in the brain. And so, you know, I've worked in the corporate world, I've worked in the medical world, I've worked, I've taught it um, at universities and everything that I'm about is understanding that we are energetic beings in physical form, having a human experience. And every human form, every physical body has a limitation of some type whether it's mental, emotional, physical, energetic, a combination, and how do we live to our fullest potential in that physical form? So does that answer your question? (laughs) Yeah, no, I have lots more questions about that. But also I was interested um, and intrigued by uh, something 
else that you practice, what is quantum neuro reset therapy? Yeah, quantum neuro reset therapy, I found, I've been trained in a lot of different modalities, but I found that a few years ago, um, after through through the EMDR, eye movement desensitization reprocessing therapy. And um, QNRT is about 10 years old. It it came out, uh, came the roots of it came out of Germany. Um, and a doctor in Atlanta has expanded on the protocol. And it's basically, we do neuro, it's a very intense protocol um, for the practitioner, not, not necessarily for the patient, um, but basically using lasers to test neurological brain imbalance and using lights and the acupuncture uh, points and a whole range of other things it's hard to even describe. We basically are able to balance the brain. And, um, and the body tells us what it needs and we do a reset and it, it can help people with uh, brain imbalances, with emotional imbalances, with physical issues, with allergies, with autoimmune disorders, um, metabolic issues. Um, it, it's the most efficient and effective modality I've experienced um, that can really help people shift and balance. And it really is a brain balancing modality. How does it work? Oh, um, that is really difficult to explain, but uh, we start with neurological testing to find the brain lobes that are out of balance. We find the um, emotional tissue within the body that's connected to it. And we, we do a lot more things to find the pathway that's out of alignment. Okay. And then we do a reset and all of this is done in one session. We do a reset to clear that pathway and align it and attune it to be balanced and integrated. And so some people, when they have it done, um, feel like can feel like I just did it with someone who said, Oh my God, I could feel that in my brain. Like some people can feel it. Um, some people have an emotional response some people um, feel uh, feel the shift in how they're engaging in the world. And with some people, like I said, physical elements go away. And for some people, um, they don't feel it as much because it's that subtle, mm -hmm. um, but the people around them see a difference. So is this like a laser type thing? Oh, lasers is one of the things we use. Yeah, I heard you say lights. Yeah, we well, we use a light to do the neurological testing with the eyes. We use the laser, and then we use um, the we the map. You know, the brain is mapped out. That we use the acupuncture points uh, on the body, um, but we also use in the reset. We use sound, so tuning forks. We use taste. We use um, uh, smell. I mean, there's a lot we use. It, it it cannot. I'm sorry, but it cannot be described. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of different types of biohacking things can't be described, exactly. but people still want to know. Yeah. I mean, it has to somehow be explained enough that people may be interested in doing it. Nope. I would say, I'm sorry, I would say you just have to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is not, it is not something you can, the brain cannot understand it. This is done in a way in which your intellect is not involved. So the brain, you know, people, it's funny because it, when I do a session, 
people want their, they start to try and engage the brain and start saying, well, what about this? Or I'm like, no, that's not what's showing up. The brain, the mind is so powerful. It wants to be in control. It is not in this process. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, there's probably only a hundred of us in the world that are certified because it's a quite an intense training process. And a lot of people go through it and do not get certified the first time because that's how complex it is. Mm -hmm. So to be able to explain, I mean, you can go to qnrt.com and there's a video if people are interested. He talks a little bit about it, but not the details of how it's done. Okay. Um, I used to take my son, well, actually I had a cold laser and used to do, um, I think it was called quantum laser therapy or something like that. I don't remember. And I used to find, use an, a, a, there was all different kinds of things I did, but one of them actually was, I would find different, um, I had like a book on the different pressure points mm-hmm. and I would put it wherever I wanted that would relate to what I was trying to um, support. Yeah, so That's why I was trying to ask. Yeah, it's not used that way. The lasers are not. The lasers are used. We use the acupressure points to connect the um, circuitry, but not not with the lasers. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for um, explaining that. Yeah. Um, Charlie, can you tell me a little bit about Bridge Builders Collective and what your mission is? Yeah, so Bridge Builders Collaborative is a group of investors that have been working together for the last 10 years to invest uh, in um, startup companies that are helping to raise consciousness, increase spiritual spirituality, and um, and also that are related to mental health. Uh, so our mission really is about uh, helping startup companies to uh, provide invitations for people to uh, consciously expand and improve their mental health. Yeah, there was one I recognized on there, Headspace. Um, yes. What's your involvement with Headspace? Well, we were the first, really the first outside investors in the company um, uh, about, what, nine years ago or so. So at the time when we formed uh, people, like mindfulness uh, was pretty unknown in the West, and we were the first professional investment group that was focused on it. Uh, Headspace at the time was this, you know, these two founders in London, uh, who a Buddhist monk and an advertising executive, they came together and created this app to sort of bring meditation and make it accessible to the Western world Mm -hmm. uh, through really good branding and, you know, and content. And uh, we invested, you know, maybe they had maybe a million people that had downloaded it. Now I think it's like 60 or 70 Mm -hmm. um, million who have downloaded it. And it really has been, um, one of the leading uh, apps in the world to get people to uh, to invite people into experiencing mindfulness. Mindfulness. Yeah, I think my brother-in-law recently told me that um, they pay for that at his company. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this is a question for both of you, and it's a big one. Based on your work, what's the connection between the heart and the brain? The heart sends more signals to the brain than the brain does to the heart. We know that scientifically. And I think that way back in time, way back, we we connected from the heart. We communicated from the heart. And language came into play. And we moved to our head. 
Mm-hmm. And then we limited ourselves quite a bit. Um, I think there's a much deeper, much more expansive world in connecting through the heart and not the intellect. So I'm much more, I don't, I don't particularly care for the intellect or the mind. <laughs> um, I think it's really important as we try to evolve as humans um, to go back to the heart and to that ability to connect. Um, and I'm sure some you and some of your listeners have had experiences where you're able to connect and communicate from the heart and the brain is not involved and it's and it can be kind of mind blowing. Um, for example, you know, you know, you feel someone or you know someone and that you haven't talked to in years and they call you. You because you can feel from your heart the connection and they call you. That's one example. Or you just know, you know, <laughs> our children are grown now, but with our dog, I, I'm really connected and I just know. Um, and so I think leaving the need to put meaning to something or explain something or rationalize something or overanalyze something. If we can like quiet that and leave that, we can come more deeply into our heart and embodiment. And that's where our true connection comes. And that's where there's a wealth of wisdom. So there's knowledge-based thinking and wisdom-based awareness. And what does it mean to parent from the heart? Well, the best way I can describe that is to love your child unconditionally, which most people don't really understand because they haven't received that kind of love, but to love them unconditionally, hold space for them to reach their highest potential, which you as a parent have no idea, and then be aware so that you can provide the tools and resources that you can for them to reach their highest potential. And what I find is that most parents aren't able to do that because they haven't done enough of their own inner work. And so they're doing a lot of projecting onto their child, a lot of, of, I'm going to say, caretaking their child um, and thinking they know who their child should be or how it should be um, instead of allowing the child to guide them. And, And I tell people this all the time. I have one biological daughter. We are a blended family. And now I have my two kids. They're my kids. Um, I just didn't give birth to them. Um, But it was my biological daughter. I was very conscious from the moment of even deciding to have her around bringing a gift into this world and holding a space for her. And and I very consciously um, raised her and am in awe of who she is because she's nothing. (laughs) Like, like, who my family would think she should be like, she had the freedom to find herself and she still is. She's 27. Um, but that meant stuff like this. I'll give you an example. Um, she's very athletic. My family is, she was doing gymnastics and dance. She was like six years old. She was just playing soccer. And she said to me, mommy, I want to, I want to do karate. And I'm like, what, where did that come from? Like, you've not been around that. What? And I'm like, all right, let's go check it out. So we went to the karate studio and she said, this is what I want to do. And I said, well, you're going to have to give up something because you're already really busy. So she gave up dance and gymnastics, stuck with soccer. And for, uh, I think, almost four years, six nights a week, we went to karate and she became a black belt. 
Wow. And I don't have, I, no, like there is no place in my genetics, <laughs> in my <laughs> family system where, where that could have come. That came from her. Mm-hmm. And I will say, you know, my ex-husband is a person of color and she is part Chinese. So I don't know if it came from her genetics, but I listened mm-hmm. and and I let her do that. And it was a lot for me every, you know, six nights a week to get her there. So that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> what might that look like, especially for our listeners who are parents of children who have health or neurological conditions, parenting from the heart? Personally, um, and I and I think because we chatted briefly before this, um, personally, I think that means listening to your heart about how to best hold space for them and find them the tools and the resources because traditional medicine, which is necessary, Western medicine, traditional medicine, we need it. It's got, it's got good experience and information, but they are practicing medicine. So I think to parent from the heart for the children we're speaking about is to continuously be looking for tools and resources outside of the mainstream um, to see if they might be appropriate. And to, to not just go with, you know, the knowledge-based thinking, which is very seductive, um, but actually go with what your heart and what I would call embodiment tells you, um, because you know on a deep level and, and your kids are communicating to you on that level, whether you, you can pay attention to it or not, um, but really listening to them. And I'll give you for an example. My daughter had asthma, activity and allergy-induced asthma. So yeah, we had to do the inhaler, you know, adjust her own. But I, um, you know, I said to her as she got older, I'm like, this is one of your limitations in physical form. And do you want to heal this? And she said, I do. And so what we discovered is heart math, M-wave, the M-wave, which is about I don't know if you know about it, but it's about breathing. She did that and cured her asthma. Yeah. I have heard about heart math. Can you share about that with our listeners? Yes. Cause I I have been trained in it. Heart math um, uses a scientifically valid technique to help you um, use your breath to work with your heart rate variability Mm -hmm. so that you can get into a a more relaxed state, a more, um, what would I say, a more heart-centered state. And, you know, there's been a lot more research since heart math even started around the polyvagal nerve and um, poly, the polyvagal breath, which I think is what this is, is doing. Um, and the polyvagal nerve is our largest nerve and, it's, and it's, it's part of our autonomic nervous system, but it actually enhances the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our relaxed state Mm -hmm. because the sympathetic is our, you know, fight or flight state. Okay. So heart rate variability brings that system into balance, which is what we need. We don't, we, we need both. Right. And what's important is the balance between the two. And so um, heart, heart math helps you to do that. And it's, it's simple and non-invasive. And, and what I like about it and why I used it is, is my clients could do it themselves. Like it, 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 it's something you do yourself and it empowers you. Oh, nice. 
you teach your clients how to do it and then go home and practice? Well, there's technology. So oh, okay. you, either, you either have the application on your computer where you attach something to your ear oh, God. or you have the M-Wave, which is what my daughter had. It's a little device, a handheld device that she did herself where you put your thumb on it and um, you see the colors and, you know, it, it's a, it's not biofeedback, but it, it is giving her feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that is really helpful that, that she, all of our kids enjoy is the muse, which is the headband that, that is neurofeedback. And it also does heart rate variability and movement and breath. Um, and that can be really helpful. And I know a lot of therapists use it with their clients. Oh, very cool. I've never heard of that. I'll have to look it up. What advice would you give our listeners um, that they can do today to start practicing from the heart? Well, I'm a big advocate of breath work. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I mean, everything, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, even heart math is all about the breath. So there are, there are so many breathing techniques out there and it's easy. Google them. There are so many breathing techniques out there. And, um, and, and there was a recent New York times bestseller about breath. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So just, and I just saw something recently in a research about how breath can change our brain, which I believe. Um, so finding simple breath techniques that work for you is one way to start and training yourself to get more into your body and into your heart and out of your head. And even the polyvagal breath, um, Dr. Stephen Porges um, has done a lot of research around this is very simple. All it is, is you inhale through your nose and the, you exhale through your mouth twice as long. So if you inhale for four, you exhale for eight. That stim- stimulates the polyvagal nerve. That breath alone starts to drop you into your body and your parasympathetic nervous system and out of your, <laughs> your um, ancient brain that's reacting when you're in the sympathetic nervous system. So that, that one in and of itself can be easy and you can do it anytime when yeah. you're driving, when you're sitting there, but there are a lot of other breaths, um, breath work. And so I, I think that's the easiest way to start dropping into the body and the heart. Well, my, that kind of might lead into my next question. I was going to ask, what message do you have for parents out there who are taking care of themselves um, as they take care of their children? And, and many of them are deeply stressed and aren't getting enough sleep or, you know, slipping. Yeah. You know, you can only be in that fight or flight state for so long before your body starts to wear down. Right. So a couple of things I would recommend. Um, self-compassion, number one, right? Again, in the Western culture, we're not very good at that. Yeah. <laughs> self-compassion. Um, self-care and there is an app called insight timer and, and it's free. There's a lot of good stuff on there. That's free. Um, but I think one of the things that can be helpful is sound, you know, we're, we're learning more about sound and it's impact on our bodies and our minds and our energy. And there is a, there is a, um, and you can get this on Spotify too, by the way, or any, any downloaded um, system, but there is a, there is music called weight less 
weight less um, by Marconi Union, which is a UK band. And they developed it um, five or six or seven years ago, specifically to decrease anxiety, to get you out of that state. And they did a study and you can Google this, the study will come up. They did a study um, where they they um, played the music for people going into surgery in the hospital because they're very anxious. And not only did it decrease their anxiety by 65%, the physical measures were also um, uh, like heart rate and um, blood pressure and the physiological symptoms of anxiety also decreased. So I have encouraged clients to just play that music in the background when they're stressed or when they're trying to go to sleep and they've had um, significant um, success with it. I, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I play it myself. And, and it was really interesting. I was telling my 25 year old son about it, about it. And he said, Oh yeah, we listened to my friends and I listened to it. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So try weightless. Um, I mean, these are just like breath, and music and sound, those are the simple things that can help your body try and stay in a more balanced state. Because I do understand that what it takes emotionally and physically to care yeah. for people with challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really good tips. Thank you so much for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, can you guys talk a, for a moment about the Shifted Institute? When did it start and what's its purpose? Uh, the shift, so Shifted Institute is a business that we started probably, I don't know, 12, 10 years, 12 years ago, let's say, uh, <laughs> which is really the manifestation of the work that Maureen and I do in the world. So the, 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 our mission is really about igniting consciousness, inspiring human potential and creating paradigm shifts. And, you know, we're partners in life, we're partners in parenting, we're partners in business. Um, and our, uh, you know, our intention is to create invitations to people around the world to transform. Um, the way that we do that is, uh, you know, is, is different. Um, Marine works a lot with clients um, and with companies and as an advisor and is, is trained in all of, you know, in all of these modalities. She's a teacher on Insight Timer. Um, and I'm, and she's also a partner of Bridge Builders Collaborative, which is what I do full time. Uh, my, you know, my role is to help, you know, find startup companies that help shift the consciousness of the planet um, through, um, you know, through mainly software-based uh, uh, platforms uh, to help people. Um, but we um, we love working together, and we're in. I, I just described. You know the relationship that we're in is in this is in a sacred union, which just encompasses business and life and having and having fun together. But but um, that's that's the work of shifted. Oh, very cool. And and I want to add because I've been involved for so long yeah. in integrated health. I mean, we really are trying and have been to change the healthcare system, the mental healthcare system in particular. And, um, you know, I've been involved in, in really see it as whole person health, right? Physical, mental, emotional, energetic, spiritual. And there is a lot happening out there um, in that space. It's just really challenging. Um, but I think the shift then see would see us different um, and, and stop 
you know, putting all the value on, you know, this high functioning, uh, um, way of being that we've been in for so long and, and bring us back again to being energetic beings in physical form, having a human experience, um, because there is great value in regardless of our physical form and limitations, what our energetic essence is here to do mm. and to be. Yeah. Yeah, especially in this country, it's like, go, 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 go. And if you have any extra time, there, you should be doing something at that moment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find out more about you and your work? Uh, well, Shifted Institute is just shifted.com. Mm -hmm. uh, the Bridge Builders Collaborative website is bbcollaborative.com, which is the letter B. Um, Maureen, as I said, is a teacher on Inside Timer, which is this, you know, free app. Um, and uh, that's, you know, got 500,000 people using it every day. Uh, and uh, think, I, I think that's the best places to connect with us. Yeah, lots of places. You've given us uh, lots of resources now. Thank you. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with the Brain Possible community today to be complete? Yeah, I guess I would just say that the, what I could share is that I have a lot of compassion for your listeners, and I recognize the the challenge, the the responsibility that comes with parenting, um, and especially parenting if there are physical, mental, emotional, um, energetic challenges. Um, so I really want to honor them and what they do and what you do. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you so much for, for joining me today and for sharing all of these resources, which many of them are um, free, Yeah, which is wonderful. And people yeah. can do them at home. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to develop or practice, make a habit. I should say, I'm trying to develop the habit of the breath work, but yeah. still to me, I am. Um, it's not something I do every day, but I do find it really helps when I have definitely when I'm having anxiety about something or having trouble sleeping. And I even tell that to my children when they're like, I don't know how to fall asleep. I tell them to, to breathe in and hold it and then breathe out. And, and I, I just want to add, because I, I think this is important about breath. We are unconscious breathers and we have habitual breath patterns. And if we do start to work with our breath, very consciously like you are and practice, we can change our breathing patterns mm -hmm. and they become natural. Mm -hmm. So that's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe it's unconscious. I just find all the time um, that I'm not breathing. Right. And I bet many, many, many people do that. Yep. I notice it. Uh, if I go, I just started lifting again. Right. And, and the trainer will be like, you're not breathing at all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a wonderful weekend and um, stay well out there in beautiful Utah. All right. Well, thank you. Right. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation today and that you learned something new. Do you have a question for Charlie and Maureen? Do you have your own story to share? We would love to hear from you. Let us know how we can be useful in your journey as well. Email us at info at Be sure to subscribe, follow, and share our podcast if that feels true for you. 
You may also consider visiting our website for more information on stories, therapies, and products that we think you will love and may support you in your healing journey. As always, thank you for spending your precious time with us at The Brain Possible. See you next week and be well.